The college football experience 12 team playoff reaction show on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network presented by WinBet. Get started today and you get a risk free bet up to $500. Terms and conditions apply. Get the details at winbet.com. That's W Y N N bet.com and download the app today. We're also brought to you by Roman. Roman is the straightforward way to take care of ED. Just go to getroman.com slash SGP to get $15 off your first month's treatment. That's getroman.com slash SGP. We're also brought to you by PropSwap, America's number one app to buy and sell sports bets. Use promo code SGP on your first deposit and receive up to $500 in bonus cash. That's propswap.com. Promo code SGP. We're also brought to you by the SGPN app. Yes, our app is now live in the App Store and Google Play Store. The SGPN app gives you easy access to all of our picks, podcasts, and it's the ex- exclusive place to enter all of the contests, including our $1,000 NBA Finals free roll. Just enter SGPN in the App Store or Google Play Store today. This is Mike Leach, uh, head football coach at Mississippi State, and you're listening to SGPN. Let it ride. Yes. Welcome. Welcome to the college football experience. 12 team playoff talk. Holy shit. Episode. My name is Colby swinging Dan to base Dan, AKA pick Dundee. That's not a pick. This is a pick and I'm joined by a familiar face. Haven't seen him since March madness. Had him get him back on the show, college football and college basketball analyst, really just sports all around analyst. Uh, give it up for my guy, Terrell Furman jr. How are you doing, man? Yes, sir. What's up, man? Uh, Hey, they finally, they finally listened to us. I think they finally listened. <laughs> We've been screaming playoff forever. Forever, forever. You guys got to check Terrell's workout over at sportsgamblingpodcast.com. He covers college football, college basketball, and many other sports. But I had him on this show because I know he's a gigantic college football fan. And I know me and him have been preaching they need to have a large playoff. And finally, it looks like we're going to have a 12 team playoff reported by everybody right now. Uh, I mean, they've, they've they've released the information themselves. We don't know the specifics. They all have to get worked out, but this is, uh, I'm seeing everyone on board and it's funny. The first thing I think oh, first off to explain it to the listeners, the first four teams would get bye weeks, right? So this past year, you would have, you would have had the likes of Alabama, Clemson, uh, Ohio state and Oklahoma with bye weeks. And you would have had the rest playing uh, the, the, the next eight teams essentially playing, which actually since the pac 12, had such a bad season from a playing games. It wasn't that it, and their, their ranking wasn't very high. Remember the PAC 12 played the latest. So they, they didn't play in the COVID aside from the California fires, they had a lot of problems. So certain teams only played three or four games essentially. So the, the coastal Carolina and Cincinnati 
would have been in the playoffs and not a Pac-12 team. So there's an automatic bid for the Group of Five team, which would have been Cincinnati. But if a second Group of Five team is ranked higher than not only the Pac-12, if it's the Big 12, whoever it is, the ACC, let's say Clemson's not having that run, and it's a NC State or something, they will then take that spot. So uh, at least from what I've been told, all this could change on on a whim. But we got 12 teams, and the so the top four get the buys. The rest of the eight play, and they're playing on college campuses at the home of the number five team ranked, the number six team ranked, the number seven team ranked, the number eight team ranked. I mean, dude, that's really my dream. I I, I I'm like death to all bowl games. You know, sure, I you know if it's bowl games are better than nothing, but I could care less about bowl games. I want to yeah. see these on college campuses. What makes college football and college basketball so great are the college campuses uh, aside from the actual game. So what's your take on that, man? It's great. Like it's, it's a year, it's a year too late. Yeah. It is a year too late in the, I always said last season that this is when college football, the NCAA fumbled the bag. They fumbled everything by not doing this last season because that season was the season that they could have got away with it because it was COVID. Yeah. It was COVID. They, and it's still COVID, but like, it was like really, really COVID. Like it was the heat of the pandemic and we're playing football. And this is the opportunity for you to try new things. You look around at, at sports all over. They try new things. The NCAA even tried new things by saying, Hey, you could get another year of eligibility. You get like, they tried a whole bunch of new things last year, but when it came to the college football playoff, they said, Oh no, 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 no. We're not going to change that. We're not going to try that, but we'll, we'll do everything else. We'll give you another year of eligibility. We'll do all this other stuff. We're not going to change college football playoff. Like that was the year to do it. And then if it didn't work, you would have been like, Oh, see, I told you, I told you it wasn't going to work. Well, like, come on. I mean, look, I have a, I, I, I believe there's more to this story. See, everyone's going to read this story as they wisened up and said, Hey, let's get to the, uh, let's, let's give the little guy a chance. Let's give all conference major conferences a chance. Let's play home games. The, a, a lot of people think they're doing that out of the goodness of their heart Terrell, but I know the NCAA, right? I, I know these oh, schools, yeah. these conferences, these conferences, look, this is, I'm going to, I'm here to help pull back the curtain uh, for the shady, listener. Shady, shady. Okay. Because this is what really happened. This has been in plans. So the mountain West, the sec, uh, the big 12 commissioners, along with the notice, the school president of Notre Dame have had this thing in motion for over a year right now. Sure. COVID probably set this thing back a little bit, probably a lot, but the reality is the NIL is what really is why we're seeing this because with the NIL name, image, and likeliness thing, which is going to get passed, whether it happens before July 1st or after this thing is, is coming, players are going to get paid. But guess what's going to happen? The boosters money is not going to go through the university. It's going to go directly into the player's pocket or the company that the player is doing the commercial for. So universities are sitting there saying, Holy shit, we're going to lose a shit ton of money. Once this NIL act goes through, how can we get that money back? And the, and there's only one real logical answer. Go to a large college football playoff. Exactly. So, I mean, as much as I want to believe that they had this coming of age of like, Oh, 
you know, we realized we were being unfair, right? No, that's not the case. It's the NIL act. They were, they, they were greedy motherfuckers. Right. And they, they realized, Oh man, I, we need to make the money back. How are we going to make the money back? We got to expand the playoffs. And in the, and, and actually it's being reported by Pete Thamel of Yahoo that there's already, they're already alluding to it being 24 down the line. So yes, we have 12 here, but 24 down the line, they, and, and Pete Thamel, the, the guy who covered the store, broke the story. He said that they quoted that. That wasn't him saying that they quoted that. So I just think it's hilarious though, that, uh, the, see, but this is what I mean. I know Patty C's on the show all the time. And I talk about the, uh, the NIL thing. And I know he's scared for college sports on, on that on. And, and I get it change. You never know what's going to happen, but something as little as that, which we know the players are entitled to and should be entitled to uh, is I think the real driving force behind this. I really believe that. And, and the- have you seen the law for that? Namely image lifeless. Have you seen the law for that? They passed in Georgia no. about they can, they can reposition up to 75% of the athletes funds that they get in, in the state of Georgia. So wait, they, so 75%, they can reposition it. How though? What do you mean? Yeah, so they can redistribute it to other athletes. Oh, so say you get, say you have, uh, let's talk about Stetson Bennett. Let's say Stetson Bennett gets a deal for a hundred thousand dollars. They can take seventy five thousand dollars of that and reposition it to other athletes, like in the <laughs> school. Like he, like he's only guaranteed. They don't have to take seventy five percent, but they can, and so he's only guaranteed twenty. Twenty five thousand dollars of that hundred thousand dollars. Why it's crazy? That is crazy, man. And I, it's very interesting to see how this shakes out. I personally think Congress is going to act. So this will be all across the board because right now I think it's only nineteen different states. But um, either way, I mean, I'm th- my point. I was trying to make with Patty C and stuff is like this little change, which I think is long overdue, is helping us get this. In my opinion, uh, they're helping us get this twelve team playoff and eventually maybe even twenty four. So. With that said, and you know what? What's that? It doesn't even matter. It don't matter how we got here. Exactly. But we're here. We're here. <laughs> it, it, it may have been for the wrong reasons. It may have been for some terrible, shitty reasons. But we are here, guys. We've got an expanded playoff. And uh, just like I was looking at um, this thing and we were talking about it earlier. And Coastal would have made the playoff. Cincinnati would have had a home playoff game. Oh, if Cincinnati's playing at home and and that's another thing they're talking about playing these in January. Yes. And so Cincinnati would have, so if you look at how they scheduled it, Cincinnati would have been the eight seed. Georgia would have been the ninth seed. Cincinnati and Georgia played at at the, um, in the bowl game earlier this year where George came back and edged out Cincinnati for a win. But but think about January and the blistering cold. Georgia and, going up there, and that bowl game was held in Atlanta. And I've said forever, forever now in a day that we got to get rid of all these games. It's a huge advantage. LSU's won both their last national championships playing in New Orleans, right? Yeah. I mean that that and, just that's insane. But if they had to come into Cincinnati, I, I know they had opt outs, but I know Cincinnati had opt outs. They also had a couple injuries. I don't think they're winning that game in, in Cincinnati, especially in like, I, no way. There's I, no way. There's no way they, especially uh, everybody would have been playing. It wasn't a situation like, you know, the bowl game where some people are like, oh, I'm sitting this out. It doesn't really matter. Everybody's playing for this. Everybody wants to make it to that next level. Cincinnati. I have no doubt Cincinnati would have ran through Georgia that game. Yeah. And so it just, it, it, 
it's very interesting and in how they have it set up. Like not only are the top four seeds like the top four seeds in the nation, but they're the, the conference champions. It's the top four conference champions. So we have another situation where Alabama is one, Georgia is three, and Texas A&M is four or something like that. Georgia and Texas A&M are not getting one of those top two, top two seeds. If Cincinnati is sitting there, say, at a seven, and they're the third, the third conference champion down, they're going to get in. They're going to be have a bye into the next round. So I like how they did it. I like that opportunity. Now, if you're a Notre Dame fan, that sucks for you because you know you're you're not you're not getting the highest you can max out at is five. You're not getting into the top four. But uh, man, like you you almost you almost want to get a five through eight seed just to get the home game. If you're thinking about monetizing a home playoff game, well, like, yeah, that's, that's pretty big. I think it will change the structure on all of that. I mean, I think like a team like Notre Dame or even like some of the years, I, I know I don't have all the years pulled up, but if you were to do this within like the last 10 years, Iowa, Iowa state, Utah, Oregon and Eugene, like they're going to win those games that they might've lost. I, I really believe yeah. that. And that's always a huge advantage to me is we're like ages, home environments in general, in general, that's going to be awesome. Like these stadiums are going to be lit wherever the game is at. But I think, you know, getting those games, Notre Dame, obviously not in a conference. So, and I've always felt like, yeah, this, this should be a penalty because you don't have a championship game. I've always felt like that. I, I look, I think Notre Dame has done great things with Brian Kelly. Right. Uh, I, but at the same time, you don't have to play a conference championship game with the exception of this COVID season we saw, but, and we Mm -hmm. saw what happened. That's where they took their loss. Right. So uh, I do think I was surprised to see their president go on board with that. And he, cause he's the one presenting this, but it only confirms that NIL thing more than I think. So (laughs) either way though, uh, I'm just delighted to see that uh, we might have this hopefully in 2023. It seems like from what I've, you know, listened to people covering it saying, why would they release the information now if they didn't want to get it in 2023? Cause their contract runs out, I think in 25 or 26 with ESPN. So there they would, that would not make a lot of sense of why would they release this information now knowing they had to wait that long. I think they want to strike why the iron's yeah. hot. And I also think they want to strike because they know this NIL thing is going to be pushed through. And that's why is I think lots of money maybe leaving the, the universities if they don't act fast. So I, I mean, w- no matter how we got there, it's fantastic. I'm really excited to see uh, the future of college football. And it's funny. I've seen so many people that cover the sport, their take on, you know, Oh, some people, I mean, some say some agree with us, but I've also seen some people say like, this is going to hurt the game. Alabama's divide is only going to go up more. And I just struggle to understand how people can come to that conclusion here. I mean, I think this gives a shot to all the schools where Boise had a ceiling before Boise. Essentially I, I've compared it to this on with Patty C on other episodes. They're like Gonzaga, but they couldn't, yeah. but the, the system wouldn't let them be Gonzaga because there's no, they weren't allowed into these, these, but they've beaten all these great teams, whether it's Georgia, whether it's Oklahoma, whether it's Florida state, whether it's Virginia tech or Oregon or Washington, they've proven this on the field and they were not given a chance to really prove that elsewhere. There was a ceiling and they were, they could only go so high. And now 
with this, I would think that down the road. Now, I don't think you're going to see it out the gates. Alabama might dominate the next two or three years, or f- or the first five years of the of the twelve well, team playoff. Wait, when you think about it, just think of two years ago. Two years ago, when Alabama took um um a, a couple losses in the season, uh, that Joe Burrow amazing LSU run. Yeah, nineteen. Alabama. Alabama was thirteen that season. They finished at thirteen. They would not have made the playoff. So there is some ambiguity for some more of these other schools to get to get up there in the playoff and other schools to fall back. Yeah, and, and, I, so, and but I also think it, it impacts everything. Now it, I don't think we're going to see it right away, but I think five to ten years to fifteen years down the road. Whether I mean I know we could go to twenty four, whatever, but I'm saying. Look right now, the preseason top four, Alabama, Clemson, Georgia, Oklahoma. Those are three quarterbacks, Alabama, Bryce Young's from California, Clemson starting quarterback who I always struggle with his last name, but he's a baller DJ. Yeah. Yeah. He is from California. Uh, JT Daniels for Georgia. He's from California and Spencer Rattler's from Arizona. Those guys, I'm not saying all are going to stay in their perspective States, but I will say uh, they're going to, some of those guys probably thought, Hey, if I go to the, these, if I go to Arizona state or USC, we don't have a shot really at the college football playoffs. So I'm going to go to Alabama or Georgia or wherever. Uh, I, I, I just think it helps stabilize the recruiting angles because it's, it, we saw more than ever in college football over the past, you know, 10 years, I feel like you've really seen a bad transition to the sport where Yes, we still love the sport, but it was getting stale and all the they you had a 14 playoff with five power conferences. First off, that's just idiotic from the start. Then you add in all that like all the players were leaving their states. I look at California's recruits now granted you could say well USC is down. Yeah, in a way they're down. I I also think they the Pac-12 scheduled really hard. I've always thought that the nine conference games and then like like USC will add in this year, it's what Notre Dame, BYU, and San Jose State. Those are their three out of conference games. So San Jose State, who won the Mountain West, undefeated regular season, uh, BYU finished top fifteen, and Notre Dame, who made the the College Football Invitational last year. So that that's my point: is it's so hard to go twelve weeks. Yes, they're not as good as that they used to be. I think recruiting will stay in 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 their states more often. I think you'll see more chances, like Iowa State, when Matt Campbell's building. Maybe that can maybe he stays at Iowa State, and that becomes. A, a regular thing. And they have this crazy football tr- tradition 20 years from now because he's turned them into a winner. I think that people are selling that short when they don't think and, and the whole argument about the regular season meaning more. I couldn't disagree more. Yes. Okay. Well maybe two or three games a year, maybe Georgia, Alabama, if they play in the regular season and I want your take on this. Um, yes. Maybe that game's devalued a little bit, a tiny bit. I don't mm. even think it is because I think it puts more pressure on the loser, right? But all these other fringe games are going to be crazy. Like even a Northwestern uh, uh, Wisconsin game or a TCU K state game where the winner can, can be in position to make the big 12 championship or the big 10 championship. This is now a playoff game in the regular season. You know what I mean? Like, and and, and same with Cincinnati Tulsa last year, that would have been, they were supposed to play twice they were supposed to play the final week of the season. Now because of COVID or conspiracies, I believe in conspiracies there. <laughs> they didn't play that game mm-hmm. at Tulsa, right? But they would have had to play back to back weeks. And 
those would have been huge two playoff games because Tulsa was right behind them in the rankings. Yeah, so, I, I, it, we were looking forward. We were looking forward to see them play back to back weeks. We were like, oh wow, like what is this going to look like? I think that I think that this puts in a major strain on the regular season. The regular season matters, and not even and even more than the regular season, it puts a strain on your scheduling because you can't schedule these week out of conference games anymore. You're trying to make the playoffs. Exactly. Like, if, so we come so that that season, that 20, 2019 Joe Burrow season, that's what I call it the Joe Burrow season because it was one of the greatest seasons ever seen by a college football team. Yeah. That uh Alabama was eleven and two and they fell all the way to thirteen. Look at the teams that were above Alabama in that season, right above them, Auburn nine and four, Utah eleven and three, Penn State eleven and two, Florida eleven and two, Wisconsin ten and four. Mm, Baylor mm. eleven and three, Oregon twelve and two, Georgia twelve and two, Oklahoma twelve and two. Like your schedule matters. Alabama fell so far because they took they took those two losses during the season, and then there's the rest of their schedule just could not keep up the par with those two losses because the schedule was so bad. So now you can't go schedule Western Carolina uh, <laughs> in November seventh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, in November have a game against Western Carolina. No, you can't do that. No, you better go out there. You better call the likes of uh, yeah. San Jose State or of uh, Coastal Carolina. That's now that's a resume that's gonna. Now you might struggle and you could possibly lose that game, but that's why we play the game. No, that's we what's play great. We have the. That, that's, we have the opportunity to lose. Like we have the chance to lose. That's why we play the game. We are afraid and we do not want to lose. So we play to win. We don't just play to roll over weak teams, man. So yes, schedule better games. Give yourself the best chance to get into the college football playoff. And if you lose the game, then, oh, well, you just weren't the better team. Well, and no, you could still, even if you lose the game and it's at a conference, I think this goes for all teams, obviously. Um, Let's say Arizona State or Texas or whatever. Let's say Texas says, "Hey, we're gonna play. Uh, we're gonna play Oregon at a conference." Well, it doesn't even hurt that losing team that much because they can still win their conference. But yes. if they win and they don't win their conference, they still might get might get in because they scheduled tough and got that win. So I, it, this is just way better for college football. It's making the sport a lot healthier. Thank you. The NIL act. <laughs> Thank you so much. <laughs> and uh, yeah. yeah, how many years gone to your head? How many years before it's 24 teams? Oh man. What's um, it just takes the next scandal. It just takes the <laughs> next scandal. It takes the next, uh, the one year, the one year that the, of a Alabama or a Georgia or a Oklahoma that they're sitting in 13. Yeah. That year that they're sitting at 13 and they're like, dog, and somebody in the first round gets blown to shred. They're like, dog, this stuff, yeah. we need to go make it bigger. We need to expand all that. I don't give it long. I say over under two and a half years. Give me the over by three <laughs> years. They're going to 24. No way. I, well, I also think when they see that television money, cause now before, like I said, if you're a Utah fan, you kind of tune out the season. If you lost a game, you're like, yeah, you're still watching your team, but you ain't wa- you're not watching all the other games. Now, mm-hmm. knowing that you're, you got to see it at the table. Uh, I think the television ratings, not only for the postseason, for the regular season are going to go way up because your team, you're going to feel like your team has a shot, whether they do or whether they don't. So 
I, I can't wait for this. I hope everything happens for 2023 and not 25 or 26, but I will say, I do think they go to 24. I, I think, yeah, first, I, I think first five years, college football change happens so slow. That's why this news was so shocking to everybody is they're just dinosaurs when it comes to change. So I got to give them a little bit of credit, whether it was the NIL or what, I'm still going to give yeah. them credit for making the changes and getting this thing to 12 and having some, some home games on college campuses, because that's what needs to happen. Um, any last words before we get out of here, Terrell on, on uh, the, uh, the, this, this groundbreaking news, the sport is going to be changed forever. I think with this news. Yeah. Um, they're going to need a better committee. So, Hey, NCAA, I'm available. Let me know. <laughs> I'm coming in. I'll, I'll come in, sit in the meeting. Matter of fact, I'll be, I'll be the chairman. I'll talk to the media afterwards too. And let them know why we just it. who, uh, we're letting, we're letting all the right teams in. I'm just letting you know. And Hey, if you need somebody to be a fall guy, somebody to take everything, I got you. Just call my phone. <laughs> I love it. I love it. That's Terrell Furman jr. Guys check out all of his writing at uh, the sports gambling podcast.com. You can give uh, Terrell a follow on Twitter at really rel underscore underscore. That's really rel R E L L underscore underscore. Give him a follow and uh, looking forward to having you back on the show to talk college football. The season's coming around. I'm, I'm already excited with this news. You know, this is just getting me amped. I'm ready to run through a fucking wall. Uh, guys, if you're a first time uh, listening to the college football experience, make sure you subscribe. Cause we handicap every single division one college basketball and college football game. We've been doing it for over over four years now. So subscribe to the college football experience. And then I mentioned also the college basketball experience, subscribe to both. You'll see Terrell on both of those shows often. And uh, yeah, we, we pick games. We pick over 500. We've been over 500 each season for each sport as a collective, but also independently every single year, way over 500 on our locks. Um, All of that. We give you for free on a spreadsheet over at sports gambling podcast.com. So check that out. And uh, yeah, if, if you're really swift, get over to iTunes, give us a five-star review. And if you do take a screenshot of your review, tag me at the Colby D on Twitter, and I will send you a college experience t-shirt, brand new t-shirt, brand new logo. Things are looking good. All right. At the Colby D uh, give me a follow as well. And like I said, give Terrell Furman a follow at really rel that's R E L L underscore underscore. And also I got two other co-hosts, man at NC Nick, uh, or I'm sorry. NC Nick is on Twitter at NC underscore N I C K and Patty C is on Twitter at Patty C eight, three, one. And don't forget to follow the sports gambling podcast at the SGP network. Jeez. That's a lot of plugs I'm doing here. I swear. I'm not selling you a pyramid scheme. All right. <laughs> anyway, guys, this is the college football experience. 12 team playoff recap show. You better start thinking about yours. And we out.